Call to the booth, pick six series. We got the pass rushers up. Couple big names ain't make the list. Y'all tune in, man, see who made the list. Paul, drop that beat. Harrison Sanford, Aqib Tlaib, pick six series, are rating the top six pass rushers in the NFL, according to Aqib Tlaib, and obviously throughout the entirety of his career, he relied on them to help create pressure on the quarterback so he could make plays in the backfield, defensive backfield, that is. Aqib, uh, how much fun was putting this list together? It was fun, man. It was it was, it was, was interesting, man. I That little quick little 30-minute study session I did on these pass rushers, it was, it was interesting, to say the least. All right, but before we get into that, I do want to talk about a recent camp that happened in the NFL, a tight end camp. George Kittle, uh, Travis Kelsey, um, Darren Waller, they all put together this tight end camp. uh, And one of the pass rushers that we will talk about, Von Miller, you know, he had that famous pass rushers camp. Makes me wonder, did you ever... Yeah, the pass rush summit. There we go. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Did you ever want to put together one of those DB conglomerate sessions or... Go ahead. It's funny you ask. It's funny you ask that, right? Because I say maybe like maybe 2018 or something like that. One of them years, 2018, 2019, maybe 17. Boom, Sherman hit me. Von did it the first year. Sherman, Richard Sherman hit me. Hey, we need to put together the DB Summit, man. We all right, bet. Let's put it together. We kind of had a nice group chat. It was Sherm, uh, Slay, Patrick Peterson. It was it was everybody. MP. It was everybody in the thread, right? So we all trying to figure out dates, and it was seemed like it was coming together. So, you know, Sherman was really in charge of hosting the first one, right? So he kind of putting it together. We was going to do it at Stanford. And we in Cali, nice Stanford, beautiful. Man, so we, boom, we get there. It ain't nobody but uh, Sherm, uh, Akio. That's the other corner. I, I ain't saying his name right. Uh, Akio Witherspoon. Oh, you know his name. I can't. I'm yeah, yeah. Akil Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Akil Witherspoon, Darius Slay, me, and maybe Rose. I think Rose came out too. It was like five of us, bro. It was like, ah, <laughs> oh, bro. We DBs is just different, bro. <laughs> like, it's gonna be hard for some DBs and receivers to to kind of get a summit together. I don't know. It was. I'm like, I thought it was gonna be 2025 of us how the thread look. Ain't nobody show up to our shit, man. But we tried. You feel me? We tried. Wait, so there was so, so but did people say they was pulling up? Like was it just like I'm coming to the party, I but really I ain't, re- I'm not coming? I can't really remember the details, <laughs> but I feel like I thought everybody was gonna be there. I don't know if I thought that because of the thread or maybe just shit. I was going, you know what I'm saying? Sherm going. You know what I'm saying? Rose going. I, maybe I thought, oh, yeah, everybody going. I, maybe I seen a couple names, but I don't know. DB oh, is different, it. though, man. We ain't, they, we went in there and we shared our techniques, shared what we be thinking. It was productive with just us five. I don't know. I'm thinking, like, man, maybe guys ain't 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 want to get a sauce to nobody like that. <laughs> Not so, trying to give up trade secrets. Yeah, they ain't want to <laughs> give it up. So I, I don't know, but ours... Ours was nowhere near that tight ends or or nowhere near Vons B, man. We tried though. So okay. well, when you uh, when you guys are sitting ahead. around, is it like is it like a half hour goes by, an hour goes by? Like when did you guys kind of realize like it's just you five? Shit. We, I mean, we ain't wait. We we had trainers. We was like on the clock. So we had a trainer come out there. 
Yeah, Footwork King. Shout out Footwork King, man. My dog in Houston, he came out there, had us the first day. So he was out there ready to go. We started. And we think, you know, Xavier Rose, he, I think he might have showed up a little bit later. But Slay, Sherm, and uh, Witherspoon, we was out there. So, I mean, we didn't really wait. We, we kind of just got there, got dressed, and was like, damn, that's all we got. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> we went, that, that, when it got to it. That's wild. Uh, that's wild. Still ain't for got sure. no explanation for it. I don't know. I don't know what happened, man, but it, it ain't go right. It went all the way left. <laughs> for sure. All right. Uh, you did, we did talk about Von Miller uh, having that uh, DVs or uh, pass rusher summit, excuse me. Uh, makes me want to talk about Von going into this upcoming season. He's getting paid 22 yeah. million, final season of his contract after missing last season. Uh, what would you say are realistic expectations for Von coming off that year off? Man, Von gonna have a big year, man. Uh, I think last year he really locked in. That's probably the most locked in I ever seen Von in, a, in the offseason, man. He he was locked in, body looking great, man. His mental, I'm just talking to him all the time. His mental was right. He was ready to play. Had a little freak accident in uh training camp or whatever. Then I think he had that same, that same mindset this year, though, man. He he locked in. He know that's how we be, man. We get to year 10, you start seeing the Light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I got to finish this. I got to finish this project that I started, man. So I think it's going to be a good one for him, man. He got a nice little son on the way, man. New baby, new new motivation. So I think it's going to be a good season for him, man. He hungry. Can you tell us about your experiences, personally or what you see from other guys in the league, playing on that last year of your contract? This shit, it's, it's, like, it's like you in college again. <laughs> It's, it's you're going to have a fire lit up under you and you plan for a little bit more than just that win. Now, you know what I'm saying? You plan for that win, but you plan for the name on the back of your jersey too. You're trying to better your situation. So guys always seem to find a little bit more, a little bit more in the tank when, when you're on that contract year, man. I, I know I definitely did. Yeah. It's funny how, you know, before, I think previously, uh, it used to come with a bad connotation. Oh, guy's in a contract here, so he's going to ball. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. got pe people are human. <laughs> you talk, right. Money's on the line. You're damn right I'm going to try and ball. Uh, exactly. it's, it's totally human, for sure. Uh, looking forward to seeing what he's going to do on the field uh, this upcoming season. Yo, yo, this is Keenan Allen. This is Jared Goff. Devin McCourty here alongside my guy. Jason McCordy on the other side. Yo, this is Tyron Matthew, and you know I had to make the call to the booth. You know how to make that call to the booth from my guy, Keith Talib. It's going to bring us to our rankings uh, for the top six pass rushers in the league. Akeem, when you were putting this list together, I imagine there was a little bit of difficulty because you got to look at different types of guys with different techniques. You got to look at interior versus like exterior, like outside pass rushers versus interior pass guys who can pass us from the interior. How did you kind of decipher between all of these things? Because again, there's three, four defenses, there's four, three defenses, right. there's hybrids. How did you come to this top six? Well, out of all them defenses, right? Pass rush is going to be pass rushers. So for example, y'all don't care what defense you put Von in, he going to rush the passer. That's my dog, you know what I'm saying? I don't care what defense you put Aaron Donald in, I don't care where you put him at, because Wade moved him around everywhere. Okay, where you put him at, he gonna be able to rush the passer, right? So I just I just did it on production, man. Who the guys last year, two years, might look back at three years if they've been hurt. Who just been productive on the field as far as rushing the pass or getting to the quarterback, taking the ball away? 
who making plays. That's 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 how I base this list off of. There we go. And somebody who made plays last year and was a major reason why the Cleveland Browns have this had a renaissance season uh, in that AFC North is Miles Garrett. He's coming in at number six, a rising star in the NFL. If he's not already there, uh, what did you see from him on the tape last year that encouraged you to put him there at number six? Uh, but real quick, the, what made it difficult a little bit to put this list together is a lot of the big names ain't got that production like that on paper, man. So, you know, of course, I start with the big names. I want to put this guy, this guy. I put my mental list down, and then I check their paperwork. And I'm like, damn, I got to erase them. So that was that was different about this list. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I got to find some guys. Let me study and see who been balling. I had to really, like, find them instead of just going off their name. But Miles Garrett came in at number six because uh, Saks, is, Saks is getting there. They in double digits, man. I think they... They're getting there now. I think it was 13, 12 and a half, then 13 and a half or something like that. So I think with the help he got Clowney now and the swag that's in Cleveland, man, I think it's starting to come together for him, right? He's starting to get the time in. He's starting to get his moves down. You've seen some new moves, some Euros and stuff from last year. I think that 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 game speed is coming around for him, and I think he's going to have a hell of a year. Second year in this Joe Woods, Wade Phillips type defense, man. I I, I think he's gonna have a hell of a year in it. They got some fast blitzing linebackers for him, help him out a little bit, man. It's gonna open up some creases for him, man. So I expect like 18 to 20 from Miles Garrett this year. Yeah, pretty impressive for a guy who's uh starting on the line for the Cleveland Browns and also could start at power forward for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's got a exactly. lot, <laughs> he's got a lot going talented, on. Talented for him. young man, you know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. Oh, real real quick before we get to number five. Why is Jadavian Clowney continuously not picked up early? Why is he always last to get picked up? Why is he never really know. consistently on the roster? I think it's an injury thing. Maybe it's an injury thing, man. He 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 always got his injuries always in the conversation when you're talking about him. And then I don't know, man. Maybe it's maybe it's him in the locker room. I don't really know what type of guy he is. I don't know how he vibed in the locker room. I never played with him, but I know if you're a good dude, a good teammate in the locker room and, 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 a, and a coachable player, that shit will take you a long way. You know what I'm saying? It, it'll keep you around, you know what I'm saying? Even when production down a little bit or whatever, if you get in trouble off the field a little bit, being a good teammate and just a good guy in the building, that shit will keep you around, man. So I don't know. I, I, I ain't never asked nobody about it. I ain't played with the guy, so I, I don't really know what it is. All right, so we talked about uh, Jadavian Clowney, one of his former teammates, J.J. Watt, is going to help one of the guys who's at number six, I mean, number five on your list here, Chandler Jones coming in at number five. He had the biceps injury last year, the last year of his contract as well, similar to Von Miller. What will J.J. Watt do for Chandler Jones? And overall, what did you see from Chandler Jones most recently in the last couple of years that had him at this spot? Well, J.J. Watt definitely going, definitely going to open up some things, uh, help him with that run defense uh and and, and uh open up some one-on-ones for him because you gotta you gotta know where JJ White is at all times. But Chandler Jones, man, he had that boss that didn't play last year. But man, the year before that had 19 eight force fumbles. Like that's that's like a 10 pick year for a DB, man. You get eight force fumbles, right? So he's just making plays, man. He making plays. He got 17, then he got a 13, then he got a 19. You know what I'm saying? Sacks in, in the season. Then you look at his career, he got 27 forced fumbles in his career, man. So you 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 not only getting to the quarterback, you changing the game, you getting that ball, man. So definitely, definitely one of my favorite guys to watch, man. Long range, he got uh good moves, good, good, 
good rush period. So definitely one of the top guys. Those fumbles, man, those really change the course of it, the change landscape the of the game. Change they the game do. for sure. Uh, one guy that changed the game in his absence uh, last year was Daniel Hunter for the Minnesota Vikings. Let me read a stat out to you real quick. Without Hunter on the field for any of their of the Minnesota Vikings 16 games in 2020, Minnesota's defense finished with 25 fewer sacks than the amount they accumulated in 2019. Uh, did not play it last year, obviously, but it shows you the importance and why he's in at number four. Man, he putting it, putting it, putting together back to back seasons like he did 15 sacks two years in a row. That's hard to do, man. You can ask anybody that. So it, it, when the production is there and it's year after year and he just getting started. I mean, he ain't he ain't he ain't a seasoned vet like that yet. You know what I'm saying? He, he really just getting started. So. I like what he got going, man. I like I like his rush style and production, 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 baby. 15, two years in a row. I'm going to take that all day. Yeah, I think uh, Minnesota Vikings fans would love to get him back on the field. Uh, we always assumed Mike Zimmer's team would have a stout offense. We saw what Dalvin Cook and Justin Jeff Jefferson did for their offense last year. But that defense, it was surprising how bad they were last year. What else could you take away from what you saw from that unit in general? Yeah, it was it was an off year from him, man. It was an off year. Zimmer said it. Uh, the stars ain't play well. It's football, man. Some guys you had the wrong guys, wrong combination of guys hurt at the same time, man. So it just made it all bad. It was it was it was one of the worst Mike Zimmer D's that you've seen in a long time. So that they got a standard over there. They got a chip on their shoulder. So don't expect to see that again this year. Coming in at number three, and let's just put it out there. I assume he would be the number one defensive player for you, or at least the number one defensive lineman in the league. But when it comes specifically to pass rushing, you have him mm. at number three, Aaron Donald. What did you see from him as a pass rusher? We already know the totality right. of what a football player he is. Man, he 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 rushed the passer. He He's effective rushing the passer like an edge guy, man. You know, the edge guy, they got the corner. They really got one guy to block him. They can get around the corner. Inside, you usually have two guys to block you on both sides. But he get pressure, he get to the quarterback, he gets sacks and forced fumbles like he an edge guy, man. So he he affect the game right in your face, man. And it's I I seen it live. It is it it don't never stop in walkthroughs, in practice, in games. It never stop, man. So he don't go all the time, and he definitely top three pass rusher in the league from the inside. We mentioned this guy's brother earlier in the show, JJ Watt, but now he's kind of taking the the crown for the for the Watt family when it comes to pass yeah. rushing. TJ Watt coming in at number two. He's had a rise here. Like uh he's Definitely. really become uh, a, a premier pass rusher. What did you like about what you saw from him on tape uh, with Mike Tomlin and that defense in Pittsburgh? Definitely, definitely. He definitely the young bull out of the Watts, man. It's in their blood, you know what I'm saying? And, and the young bulls, he gonna go. So I really like them forced fumbles, man. 15 in the last three years, he's taking the ball away. He's he's up there in sacks for the last two years. Production, man, production, production, the name of the game. If you get into that quarterback year after year, then, then that make you top six for sure. And at number one, he could have had an argument to be the uh, Super Bowl MVP for, in some people's eyes. Uh, Shaq right. Barrett coming back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I still can't believe they bring it back all 22. That's man. <laughs> That's nuts. All right, Shaquille Barrett coming in at number one. Uh, tell me what's good, man. Shaq, I seen him. I seen him 
as a little baby, man, just backing up Vaughn and D-Ware, you know. But even then, we was like, Shaq, boy, hey, Shaq going to be something. I'm telling you, we kind of always knew it. Just his quickness, his knack for the game that he had that we seen live, man. And now you see him 20 sacks one year. You come back last year, you only had eight sacks. But you tore the postseason up. You led the postseason with like four or five sacks. Like you said, could have could have been the most valuable player. He was the most valuable player in uh in a Green Bay game, man. So he came eight sacks during the season. You have a postseason like that, four or five sacks going crazy, man. He he the best one doing it right now, man. If I'm if I'm starting a franchise, I need a pass rusher. I'm he, he played a run too. I know we ain't talking about run, so I'm just talking about drafting him first. Because he rushed the passer like that, and he able to use that same skill set to play the run. Shaq Barrett, he first off the board, man. He's the best in the league right now. As a former teammate of Tom Brady and someone who competed against him as well, so he makes this, he, he takes this rise in the postseason because he plays so well. And he comes back next year, a part of an all-22 returning, and, he's got, and he got his contract as well. I almost feel, and you probably agree with this, Tom Brady is only going to elevate him to another level because, as you know, Tom is not somebody who settles with one ring or one standout postseason performance. Right. He wants to add more and more. And I could imagine and you're somebody who's on the defensive side of the ball, play with Tom Brady, that, uh, that, that fire for excellence, that fire to achieve and achieve yeah. again can only seep through Shaquille Barrett. Oh, it's going to seep through the whole building, man. Tom going to – the day they go to work, Tom show up like we ain't win no chip last year, man. So it's that's just his mentality. And if that rub off on everybody, if the if the GOAT doing it, then you know it's gonna just trickle down through everybody. But Shaq, he one of them different kind of guys, man. He one of the most humble guys that I ever met in my life, man. He all about them kids and his wife at home. So I already know what type of guy he is. He not gonna settle himself neither, man. He wanna be known as one of the Von Millers. He trying to get back there so he can get a Super Bowl MVP. So he can leave his legacy, man. He's he's one of the most humble guys I ever played with. So you don't got to worry about him settling for sure. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about some guys that you were thinking you were going to put in the list until you saw the paperwork. Uh, one of those being Khalil Mack, just universally known as one of the best pass rushers right. in the league, at least for the last five years. Can you tell us about why you didn't include him and maybe some other guys who came through your mind but did not make it there? Uh, I, just the production, man. You look at them sacks and it's say seven or eight or for this year and 11 last year. I'm like, oh man, I, you know, you just, I expect to see 15 and then 16. Maybe he wasn't number one up there with 20. I'm saying, I think the lead was like 14 last year. So if the lead was 14, when I think Khalil Mack, I think, okay, maybe he was at like 12 or something. Like I mean, he was right there, but I don't know. Them numbers was just down, man. Same with the Bosa's. I thought the Bosa's was definitely going to be on my list. Both of them. But Injuries got them numbers down a little bit, man. So the big names I, I was expecting to see them guys on there, but you know, it was guys like Daniel Hunter who numbers was really going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. It, 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 it ain't easy. It ain't easy it ain't for easy. sure. And there's only oh. six spots, baby. But, uh, oh. but, uh, one guy, another guy who rushed inside who I was close to putting on the list was big, uh, big Chris Jones out of Kansas City, man. He rushed inside like Aaron Donald, and it's crazy production. If you're getting close to 10 sacks every year from inside, you're different, right? So he was he was one of my guys. He might be seventh right now, man. I, I'm telling you, he rushing the hell out the passer from inside. They move him around, but he going, man. He putting up numbers like a mug. Okay, bet. And then lastly, before we get out of here, 
Uh, we'll return next week for our head coaches show, which should be a lot of fun. Um, name me a player, pass rusher rather yet, uh, that you think has a chance to creep into this top six. One of those guys that, that you didn't just mention before. Right. I, I like I like uh, Brian Burns, uh, young bull out of Carolina. Man, he he don't even got to figure it out yet, but he he getting a bunch of pressures, pressures, and he he seven and a half sacks his first year, nine sacks that year, and a couple a couple you you had a, a a lockdown corner, a guy who made the quarterback hold the ball a little bit longer. That's gonna get his sack total up, man. So I'm excited to see what he do, see how he really turned that corner, see if he really turned that corner, cause he off to a good start and he looked apart. He looked like he gonna be one of them guys in the league when I watch. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what he's got in that team in general with Sam Darnold uh, and, and Christian McCaffrey coming back on the field next year. Uh, that NFC South outside of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it seems like it's wide open uh, for somebody to be a new threat to them. So we'll see how that plays out. And I'm very much looking forward to next week when we look at uh, head coaches across the league. Has a key been approached about a head coaching job? Who else should be who should be hired? Who should be fired? All a bunch of talk when it comes to the top six head coaches and things are surrounding that. Coming up next week in our final edition of the Pick Six series. That's a keep to lead. I'm Harrison Sanford. Follow us on social media. Call to Booth. You know what to do. We'll see you next time. <laughs>